welcome <laughs> are, to- <laughs> are we recording? <laughs> oh my okay. god. Okay. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad is taking a break from doing the podcast with me. So now I'm chatting with people whose parents screwed them up. Guys, we tried to record. I fucked it up. We had some pretty funny openers, the, and then it's yeah. It's you guys ruined. missed it. Uh, the opener that we, the opening sequence that we had last uh, attempt, yeah, was so good. It was really good. Incredible. It was. Do you say tanned or tan? Oh, you look. I said you look tanned. Don't tell them what it was. I would like to know if you guys could write in. A lot of people are going to write. Yeah, in. if you want, if you want to comment. Um, what do we in America? In America, what do we what do we call it? Tan or tanned? And in Canada, I said, tanned. "Oh, you look tanned." It makes sense that you guys would have like a really arbitrary way of describing tan. Yeah. In Canada, because nobody's tan. People are tan. I'm tanned. Fuck. Okay. Well, you're and you're tan for Canada. Well. I'm tan because I put some self-tanner on, honestly. Okay. But that was a couple days ago, but you you didn't notice at all? No, 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 no. You're such a guy. <laughs> all right. Well, you're also, I mean, what am I, you, you put self-tanner on your face? Yes. Don't tell anybody. That's what I'm doing now. That's Don't what all anybody. the girls are well, doing. You're, first of all, you're saying it into a microphone yeah, recorded. Yeah, that's true. Not only will, uh, <laughs> will people know, this will be on the internet till the end of time. Well... I don't have Botox, though. Anyways, it's not about me. It's about you. No, you don't My have Botox. Special, what, no. what are you doing? What kind of uh, beauty regimen do you have? What are you doing? I wash my face. I, gu- I guasha. I guasha. Do you know what that is? You like massage? Yeah, I, I face massage. I've heard, I actually have heard about this. I love face massage. Is it, it's like um, it's like an elephant tusk or something. What is it that you guasha no, with? Is it like some I, endangered animals? No. Something like that. It's, it's just so like a cr- rhino it's horn. A crystal. It's a crystal. It's a crystal. That what do they make the crystals from? Rhino. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew it was like affecting some endangered species. <laughs> well, this is my special guest today. Here we have. Uh, no, nothing makes you more beautiful than the death of an animal. N- do you nothing. think so? Does uh, your girlfriend use? Uh, I think anyone who's into adrenochrome would would say yes. Well. well Okay. Well, My girlfriend doesn't use anything. She's, I really lucked out. She is so low maintenance. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything. She, literally, like almost nothing. I honestly, half the time I got to be like, can you brush your fucking teeth? Do you think uh, though maybe that she's doing Botox and she's not telling you? I know that that's a thing that people are doing. You know, secret between me and you? Yeah. That would be awesome. Wait, why would it be awesome? I, I'm a I'm a weird guy. I, I love the way my girlfriend looks. Uh-huh. Um, this is so insane. I'm I'm a weird guy. I I think I've I think I uh, I've lived in L. A. for too long and and you like a Botox I, face again for for like back in the day when I used to get around. Um, I oh, would. Oh, what do you mean by that? Ba- back in the day when I when I used to have sex with people other than my girlfriend. Were they okay? Some sometimes they were. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were what so, Botoxed face or uh, people you both. paid for? Okay. Sometimes sometimes it was um it was always consent. First of all, Nikki always consensual. I don't think I would never accuse you of anything different. But sometimes I did pay for the consent. Uh huh. And this is something back in the day. Remember, I told I told you I found that attractive about you. Do Which you remember is, I said that? What a bizarre thing to say. 
<laughs> and you're like, not the fact that you found that attractive. You're like, you have a boyfriend. That was just a bizarre thing. No, 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 no. no I know, I'm just joking. Finding that attractive. This is why I found it attractive. First of all, well, we let me even... like, should we explain this a little bit? I don't know if this is gonna mess up yeah, your YouTube algorithm. I just feel like we didn't even say your name. Like, okay, my name is my name is Ben, and I've seen some prostitutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay you can explain it go uh well i like especially when i first moved to la i was like first of all not in a great place psychologically and uh and i was fully addicted to sex like okay. no question uh cool. and i've moved i've shifted that addiction i i'm i'm still 100 percent addicted to things yeah what are, what uh, are gambling I, gambling okay yeah. and, and i've been winning a ton so it's it's way better go. than the sex addiction that's a win uh, win yeah I just you, won, instead of I just giving it away. $8,000. Really? Yeah. Again? Yeah. I can't, I just got this job and I can't do it. I can't even like, I can't get myself to do the job. Because you're winning so much money. Because I'm winning so much money. Should I start gambling? I mean, if, if you did the same bets I did, yes. But I, so, let, let, okay, you yeah. want to talk about the I sex stuff. I was going to go get back to the okay. sex stuff. Don't and worry. And also, the podcast is about how your parents messed you up. Yeah. If you've ever had a sex addiction, your parents fucked, like really did yeah, some damage. And I did damage to myself. It's not all my parents' fault. Yeah, well, none of it is. But I, I would blame their genetics for part of it, too. Why? Does your dad have a sex addiction? No, but they, you know, I, everybody's a mixture of genetics and environment. And whatever whatever mixture that is for me yeah. has led to some some sort of weird behavior. Okay, well, let's get to this part, and then we'll get into that, because I want it, I want them to know the hot goss about your sex addiction, okay, and sure, why sure. I thought it was attractive. And I'm f I'm cool now. We're cool now. Yeah, I know, because I'm going to I post. saw a therapist for a bit. She was very bad, but I, it did Did she get you off stuff. of it? No. What got you off of it? Well, let's let's go step by step, okay? okay? Step, we're we're start, getting excited. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. I was born in San Francisco. I don't. We don't care about your backstory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben? We'll get, yeah, okay, yeah. you're born in San it's Francisco. It's very hard to take you seriously as the mic keeps hitting you in the mouth. <laughs> this is out of control. <laughs> My dad came talking about parents fucking us up. He came and he stayed with me for a week, and it was really hard because it, we just hadn't seen each other since the pandemic, and he's, like, kooky. Mm -hmm. And then on the last day, he bought me these and a new camera because he said, I'm in L.A., I gotta look good. Oh, because he was doing the podcast. He wasn't doing the, but he's not doing the podcast anymore. You have to look good. I have to look good. I was like, well, you can. Did he offer Botox too? I, he didn't. That's what I was just going to say. Okay. So anyways, anyways, so I got these new arms guys. You can't see it, but they keep hitting me in my they, face. They seem like good quality arms. So do. I, I don't know why that keeps happening. I think, I think I I'm sure there's a good fix for that. Yeah. I just need, okay, well. But you're just doing great. Mine's doing great. Okay, so you're from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. You moved here when you were how old? 20, I was like 26, 27. Okay. And when you moved here, were you, had you already had sex with a prostitute? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so how old were you when you got into your sex addiction? Um, I was like, you know, I started like uh, getting pretty, heading down some weird paths regarding sex when I was like 25. To be honest, that's not even that young. No, it was old. Yeah, it's old. I I, I acted out at a very old. I, I was I was also in grad school when I did that. Oh. So I was like doing pretty well on oh, paper. Oh, what were you in grad school for? For psychology. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> not clinical. Okay. Everybody thinks I'm like a therapist. I don't. I never yeah. said that. People or who what well, people who know I went to school for that. Oh, I yeah, did. I, I did academic psychology. I didn't do anything close to clinical okay. psychology. Okay, but it, you're kind of smart then. I I did well in school. Um, 
And I, I kind of thought I was going to be like, honestly, I applied uh, in, in my essays applying. I said I was going to be a professor. Like I thought I was yeah. going to be a social psychology professor. I applied wow. for PhDs. Wow. Um, and I got into one school, not as a PhD student. DeVry? As a, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> similar. Similar. I, I never know uh, if you guys have DeVry here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, I, I started, my, my full-blown sex addiction started Due to the pressures of attending DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it. <laughs> it was too hard. It, it was like, uh, you know, it was like a beautiful mind. Like I was writing yeah. on a whiteboard and then I just broke down and started seeing prostitutes. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so let's stick to the sex addiction. Mm. How many people had you had sex with before your sex addiction? Before I started like ser like seeing prostitutes regularly? Yeah. Um, I'd probably had sex with, I'd had sex with a lot of people in college. Yeah. I you did well. To be honest, well, yeah. I think that that was like towards the tail end of the, um, it was, I, it was like right after the housing crisis. And I, I think before the housing crisis, uh, having sex with as many women as humanly possible, numbers game, you know, like entourage okay. was popular. I, I think yes, yes, pre housing yes. crisis. We, there are all these movies about pickup artists. Okay. It was normalized behavior, especially in America, to just have sex with as many women as possible. They're, you know, long-term relationships are for idiots. But that's, that's that not America. Like the attitude. That's just an early 20-year-old I also I think in Europe, it's always been like that. Yeah, it's, it's never true. changed. But like, yeah. But in America, now we, we for some reason, uh, and I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it does seem to occur with like, it does seem to coincide with like uh, financial crises we think that that's the worst thing you could do right now. You know, everyone hates Jordan Peterson, and then there's like the angry incels. There was there wasn't a lot of incel talk in 2010. Know, that, that's what I'm saying. Okay, does that make sense? I, yeah, because I just met a guy this weekend. I that's why my voice sounds like shit because I uh, met a guy. She's partying. I was partying in Nashville. 28. And guys. he was like that. He he said to me um, that he had a. Oh, I, I I was with my guy friends. I wasn't there like being a hooker. I was actually. Yeah, you were with your husband. No, he wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> he actually didn't talk to me much while I was there, and I was like, "Are you not worried about me?" And who are these people? You're with? It's it's my old roommates. They're my two of my best guy friends are getting okay. married, and one of them it was, and I'm in the wedding they're party. Gay? No, 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 they're straight. Okay. I live. I'm a cool ass chick. Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that? <laughs> I meant, did you know that? No, I live with the I live with the one guy. I, for, I live with two guys for three years. I'm in their wedding party, and they were going to Nashville, and I was invited to go, and I was like, yes, because I, I'm friends with like a lot of the guys that went, so it was like nice to have a bit of a reunion. Okay. But I will say it was amazing because it was like having like ten brothers. You know what I mean? So yes. like I felt safe, and if anyone did anything sketchy to me, like one guy started hitting on me, and my one friend like just grabbed me and was like, all right. So that was cool. But anyways, that's a nice dynamic. I did meet a guy that said that he was. He, he was in an open relationship and I was like, but he's like, he, but I don't have sex. And I feel like this is the the fad right now. He goes, but I don't have sex. Yes. And then I was like, well, what do you do? Make out? He's like, yeah. And I was like, so she does it too. And he goes, no. And I was like, no, that's, that's, that's cheating. Well, it's cheating without any, with, it's like a frustrating way to cheat too. You're not even, you're just making out. Yeah. yeah it's like, are you dry humping? It's like sixth grade cheating. Yeah, true. You're just, you know what it is? You just want a taste of attention. It's really just through. the validation. Yeah. It's, it's knowing that you could have sex. Yeah, yeah. Which I get. Anyone who wants to have sex with me, let me know so that I know that I could. I won't do it, I but I would like that. to know. Yeah, I would like to know too. Yeah. Anyone who sees me and wants to, I'd like to, I'm not going to do it, but I'd like to know. Yeah, that I feel, but, but 
I'm, I just said that I was like, actually, I don't want to know. But if you're hot and you're fun, I want to know. But if you're not, <laughs> I don't want to know. You're creepy. You don't wanna, <laughs> uh, for me, anyone. <laughs> okay, so back. Okay, so you did well in college. Well, it, How can but I believe? In college, uh, my attitude was like, I'm just, I'm just like counting to see how many people I can have sex with. Yeah. Just okay. in hindsight, maybe not the, the world's best behavior, but that's what I was doing. But that's, the, as I said, that's what normal. these guys did. Very, very normal. I, I guess was it's even normal doing now it. and it yeah, was very normal back yeah, then. It's normal. Yeah. I think in your 30s and 40s, that's maybe and lay off, but it, at that I've, age, it's okay. I've taken some time to think about this. Uh-huh. I do think it kind of stems from, I was, I just had a weird time in high school. Oh, why? I was a weird kid in high school. Mm. I, uh, to be honest, I was, in hindsight, I was fully depressed. Okay. And I had no idea what that meant. Okay, okay. I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to deal with it. I thought you were going to go, I didn't know what a hand job was, but... I probably didn't, honestly. Oh, that's I, upsetting. I was very isolated. And then you peaked in college and had sex with a lot of girls. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, it was like almost out of spite. Uh, Fair. I, I was the same because yeah. I was really ugly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, why did the prostitution stuff happen? God, the, you know, the floodgates just opened. I, um... I had like, well, I had a little bit of a stipend for school and I like, was just being an idiot with money and I had credit cards and I was just blowing through cash and I I think I got a credit card and I had like some grant money and I was just like, I'm going to see a prostitute. I'm going to see what it's like. Wow. And I was in all these, I was also taking like uh, ethnography classes and a lot of people were doing sort of- I don't even know what that is. Oh, like- um, So smart. So that's like, uh, you know- you know when people like go live with a tribe in New Guinea and they yeah. write about it, that kind yeah. of thing? That's technically an ethnography, like oh. a cultural study living with people. Okay. But you can do that. You can do an urban ethnography too. So you could actually, I uh, my I was such a fucking moron. I, I studied, um, you know, performance psychology in undergrad. I did a mixed methods thesis and I did very well with that. But then I got to grad school and I was just fucking around. I ended up writing a uh, ethnographic case study on highly educated strippers. <laughs> That was my thesis. So I, I would go to strip clubs. <laughs> and it's like, huge. is it a huge surprise to you that I, I like was trying to have sex with with everybody? Yeah. I was like... Also, my advisor was a huge perv who was like pumped. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He loved it. After your first prostitute, you were like, okay. No, I mean, I like had some extra money, used it on that. And I was How like, that, that was weird. How much? Uh, it was probably like, it was in Chicago. Yeah. It was like 80 bucks. Wow. It's nothing. Damn. You can they see a prostitute more. for not a lot of money. They deserve more. They they do. Were they? Was she, she did. Was she beautiful? If she's out there, uh, I don't have it. But if I did, I'd give it to you. Uh, <laughs> was she hot? She was all right. Okay. Okay. So that happened once. And then. And then, yeah. And then you just, and then it can just become like a serial behavior. Like it's a form of, um, if you're if you're anxious, it can be sort of a stress relief. If you get right. drunk, you make a bad choice, and then before you know it, it just becomes a normal behavior for you. Right. And it got very ugly. It did. Like oh, how yeah. ugly? Like tell me rock bottom. Like how many? No. What was like the moment that you're like, oh, this is. Oh really man, bad. I I mean, I was a um, I had a master's degree from from by mo- what most people consider a very good school. Listen, we get it. You're smart. You keep telling us about the schools and your What your school? P- I haven't even named a school yet. <laughs> you keep saying my <laughs> PhD and my thesis. I, I all I got was a master's. I, yeah. I so I did the master's which was a one-year program and I finished. Okay. Most people tried to stay and get a PhD and I didn't. Okay. I just left. Okay. So I had a useless master's. Okay. 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 For what I was studying, if you don't have a PhD, you can't do anything. Okay, yeah. So I'm just a douche with a master's. That's... So I'm really just a guy who thinks he's better than everybody who can't use 
his degrees. That's what I was okay, when I left. Okay, okay, okay. It's a, not a great place to be. All right. I feel uh, like that's a lot of people in their 20s. That you got to come course. to Canada. Yeah, okay. Of course. Um, but I didn't have an MBA. I didn't have something that you can apply to anything. Yeah. I had an academic, to whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I went home and I was living in, you know, near San Francisco, working at a, um, at a pub, British pub. Okay. Uh, I was like, That's... waiting tables, uh-huh. doing nothing else. Okay. And using a lot of the money I made to see prostitutes. Wow. Yeah. This is why I find it attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, it was like, that was a rock bottom being like being 26 and going like, I, I can't stop seeing prostitutes. I have nothing Would going you see on the in my same life. Ones? Uh, you know, you change it up. Some, you have someone that you like and I was kind of dating too, but I, it was like not, nothing serious. See, this is why I found it attractive because I was like, you are a good looking guy. You're funny and you're, you're normal from what I know. Christi- <laughs> Christina's very normal. She is. So I know you're must be like, she's cool and hot. Like she's, you know, so I was she's like, great. yeah. And I was like, why would you be paying for so many prostitutes? No one regular is good enough. Like you having sex with all these prostitutes right. well, is, is the thought is like, I'm not even good enough for him because not me personally, but like it was this kind of thing where I was like, damn, like you don't even want normal people. You just want those. It's, it's the unattainable in some weird way. I was like, why are you going for prostitutes? You can have actual people, but yeah, it's almost yeah. like you were like, I don't want regular people. I want them hookers. Well, that's, uh, that's how you thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's probably the, the most positive way to frame it like humanly possible. Yeah. The way that you were thinking about yeah, that. Yeah. Like he's too good for people who, that's who aren't. That's how it felt. You were like, I got you, my you money. You realize how silly that is though to say <laughs> yeah, he's too good for people who aren't prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am not saying I don't have daddy issues. <laughs> I'm just telling you why I thought it was attractive or it was more, no, no. it was like, not that I was like, oh, you're hot cause of that. I just was like, oh, that's actually like makes you more attractive. Cause I'm like, you wouldn't even have interest in anybody. You know, because you're well, like, they, you're not a prostitute. I'm going to go elsewhere. Yeah. Very I mean, Don Draper. Yeah. One of the one of the nice like one of the uh, maybe one of the reasons people see prostitutes is that you don't have to like deal with some annoying chick or you don't have to put up with anything, I guess. Yeah. But also it's not super healthy. They're not super happy. Did your parents know you're living at home? No, they're also they in know complete. Now. Yeah. I mean, they're not watching <laughs> this. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're they're very good at being in denial about stuff. Classic. Yeah, if you want to get into my parents, yeah, I my, do. Uh, my dad was disowned from his family. Whoa. Formally. Why? That's a big. I don't. To be honest, to so be. I wish I knew. Oh, he didn't tell you. Why? He's never like sat me down and t- and told me. And if I ask him about it, he says as little as humanly possible. How old is he? He's seventy-two. I'm never gonna know. You gotta find out before he dies. Well. There's a lot of stuff going on with my dad. So okay. if I ask my dad what happened with between him and his parents, he goes, he goes, oh, it's boring. Oh, that means it's, it's very boring? interesting. You're disowned. He's formerly his dad's. Uh, his dad's obituary said he had one son, and my dad has a brother. No way. Yes. My dad's parents never saw me. Really. So what I heard, and um, I don't know how accurate accurate this is. Uh, 
you know, this maybe wouldn't be the best clip to put on on YouTube. I'll, I'll say it. I'll okay. say it. But, um, but the whole thing will be on YouTube, but I, well, won't, I won't clip this. If, We're you, just if gonna... you only clipped the stuff about my dad's disownment, that might not be awesome. But uh, uh, No, I'm clipping you saying, I'm Ben and I liked prostitutes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. What the clip that's good. Is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Uh, okay, so I, I, I won't. I'll respect, I'll respect that. Well, no, no, I, I don't mind saying this. Uh, no, I know, I know, but I won't He's, he's in complete denial about it. He, he would never even watch this. So my dad and his parents had had a weird dynamic for a long time, and then my parents were going to have me at 40, kind of old. Okay. And his mom said, do not do that. Whoa. Whatever you do, don't do that. And he said, fuck you, I'm going to do it. Interesting. You know, my wife's pregnant and we're going to do it. Like, you can't tell me not to do it. Yeah. And then they never spoke again. Really? That's what I, that's what I heard. Okay. I think there's a lot more to it. Yeah. But I never met, uh, I never met my grandparents. I never met them. Crazy. And they died relatively, actually, one of them died relatively young, the uh, grandfather. My grandma died like a year ago and I never wow. met her. Wow. What about what about his brother? Do you talk to his brother? So, no. Whoa. And his brother um his brother lived 30 miles away from me and my parents. Yeah. My, my entire life. Whoa. And I never met him. And then uh his brother's son, my cousin, my dad's nephew, lived 5 miles away from us. Never met him. Whoa. So they they moved that family's from Boston. They moved, him and his brother both moved to different parts of Northern California, never interacted. The brother lived in pretty much the same neighborhood as us. Damn. And we never saw him. And you don't know why, and he says, because it's boring. He must have done something if the brother won't even talk to him. I don't know. I mean, I know that his brother had a brain tumor and like blamed him for some shit. I don't know what my dad did, if he did anything. I, I do think that his... From what I've heard, his family is is insane. I know his. Um, I've known my dad's aunt uh, my whole life, and she seems to care about him a lot. And she never mentions her sister, my Whoa. dad's mom. So, I think there's something wrong with my dad's mom and my dad's dad. But uh, there's more to it that I don't know. You got to be like dad. If you die and I don't know this, I have no reason to be on this. Pl- like you got to know. <laughs> I really want to know. You know. Yeah, th- this might have to wait till the deathbed. All right. It's possible. Because he's never going to tell me. He doesn't tell Does me anything. Does your mom know? Um, I mean, my, my parents freak out about everything. Like, they're they're on edge. Huh. It's like classic Judaism. Okay. The Holocaust is right around the corner. Like, everything's wow. a Holocaust. Okay, 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 okay. Like, they can't handle anything. And my parents aren't even immigrants. They're from America. They should have a better... Grasp on things. They should just be able to take a deep a breath. They, they really yeah. can't. And actually last week, uh, it, it was super convoluted, but like there was a, a, a loan company that was calling them saying they were going to arrest me. Really? Yeah. They were like, we know where he is. Please give him to us. He owes us. Uh, you know, we have a warrant out for his arrest. You have to do something about this. And my parents are both calling me free, like losing their no minds. Way. Ben, you have to do that now. What are you doing now? Now. They're like, they're like, Ben, I'm tired of getting these fucking calls. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take care of this. I call them. They read me my rights Your over the phone. Your parents did? No, no, the loan company. The read loan me my, company? My parents read me my rights. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of crazy. So the loan company read me my rights. Um, and then I go at the end of the, them telling me that I could go to jail. I was like, what do I owe you? And they go uh, $315. What? So I just paid it right away. 
No. Yeah, it was completely insane. They pursued a $250 loan that I took oh, out, I guess, a long time ago. God. Like it was $10,000. That's so My parents insane. were shitting their, like, losing their mind, shitting their pants. And that was over $315. So this whole uh, grandparent thing, not going to work out. So... He was disowned and... My mom was adopted too. Your mom was adopted. There's like no relationship with birth parents. Whoa. I was very close with my my dad's aunt. That was That's like it. We have no family, barely. Really? And my, my mom's either. adopted family, half of them stopped talking to the other half. Classic though. I think yeah. that like... My, my mom's uh, oldest brother was a rabbi who tried to commit suicide three times. Whoa. Yeah. And they're nice people. If you met them, you'd be like... what? If you, if you met them, you'd be like, these can't be the people Ben was talking about. And let me tell you something, definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you haven't really told us like how they fucked you up. You just told me that they... Well, they, they projected all that nonsense on me. Right. They're, and the way that they... I'm realizing now, it took me a very long time. Uh, the way that they fucked me up is just perpetual anxiety they're so fucking anxious all the time are they like don't do that because this could happen don't do that because this could happen or like or they're just like holding their breath not saying anything oh okay they're not even like giving me a plan of action like i was visiting them this is nuts i was visiting them a couple months ago and a tree in their yard fell through my car it <laughs> split it in half oh my god and and this is like they're the wrong people that you want this to happen yeah. to you with. What did they do? How did they react? Oh, uh, they're like calling, every, calling friends for advice, losing, screaming. Everybody's screaming. Screaming. Just like, you got to do. What are you doing? You have to do this. And I was like, I hadn't even finished paying the car off. They're like, you hadn't finished paying the car. They're, they're like, they couldn't handle any of it. Okay. Couldn't handle any aspect of it. Luckily, Christina was there to like talk them off the ledge and go like. Well, what, why don't we go to a used car lot? And then, and then they're like, you know, uh, wheezing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. They're like, <laughs> it's like they ran a marathon. <laughs> Toweling off. And they're like, good call. That's a good call. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you take on any of that? Were you ever like that? Yeah. I, I mean, I have some of that just by, like through osmosis. It's it's yeah. inevitable that you're going to adopt some of the habits that your parents have. And I think I'm pretty different from them. You yeah. know, like. I'm running around seeing prostitutes yeah, and not you know, worrying about it at all, studying strippers and just saying fuck it for some of my life and starting to do stand up comedy. My dad c continues to tell me how stupid this was. Really? Yes. And I'd love to prove him wrong, but so far I, I haven't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does that make you more insecure about your stand up or does it make you want to like do a better job? Well, it makes me want to like see this to the end. Like I, I, I can't. You can't. At quit. this point, I can't stop. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to see what happens, and and um, obviously, I want to do as well as possible. To be honest, I don't, I don't really give a shit. But it would feel good to go like, turns out I was right. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, and you that will happen. But when you go home for Christmas, is he like, oh, you're doing that thing? Yeah, no, yeah. I go home for Christmas. My dad and I yell at each other. Half of the time, we agree with each other. We're just yelling at the dinner table. Really? Yes. On the same side of the argument. Do you have siblings? No. Oh, Just I didn't us. know you were an only child. Only child. Me too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
Yeah. You didn't seem like an only child. People say that. People say that about me too. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say it back and you didn't. Yeah. So I mean, okay. you, you seem like whatever. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guess what clip I'm using? <laughs> Daddy's disowned with Ben <laughs> That's a great. You should title it that. <laughs> I am. Daddy's, Daddy's disowned. disowned. <laughs> That's not bad. It's <laughs> also the truth. It might be. Um, um, so then, okay, if your parents are like, they're, uh, they're not conspiracy theorists, they're paranoid, I guess is what it is. Yeah, they're Jewish. Oh, okay. Riddled with anxiety. I mean, you've seen Woody Allen movies. Yes. There's some exactly. of that. Oh, okay. Like, okay. my mom's worried about what healthcare I have, and it's going to cover an appendicitis, and I'm like, Mom, it's, it's not going to happen. Is Don't she, plan on an appendicitis. Yeah, that's true, but she's not wrong. She's not. She's definitely not wrong. But like Woody Allen's freaking out about uh, what happens after death and what's right. the meaning of life. He, it's not an. It's not a hundred percent off base to worry about that. Yeah. But it doesn't help to worry. No, no, no. It's true. So, what was it that they instilled in you when you say you realized it all later? I just. I was just a space cadet. I, I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't taking any time to, to analyze my life or think about what what made me behave certain ways. Okay. And what are the certain ways? Was there things that you were like, oh, my parents definitely made me have prostitutes or the way that you <laughs> treated people? No, it's, uh, I mean, it that's avoidant coping, right? It's like there's an issue and you're like, instead of dealing with it head on or instead of like yeah. uh, figuring out the root of the problem, you're like, I could completely forget about whatever this issue is yeah. if I see a prostitute. If I, you know, for other people, if I eat 12 donuts, yeah, if yeah, I do yeah. some Coke, yeah, whatever, yeah, it's all yeah. the same. It all comes from the same place. And I've done it with gambling too. Yeah. You're, you're like, I'm in a bad mood. I'm just going to bet on every race. What today. are you avoiding right now? A, a lot less. But what were you avoiding? Um, I, I think in like for me, what I'm, what I'm always avoiding is like, uh, it's just, fe it's fear in general. It's just like fear that it's not going to work out. Fear that, um, yeah. That like you're not gonna step up to the occasion. Fear that uh, I mean I'm I'm 33 years old, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, I moved to LA at 27, late 26. Yeah. yeah. I kind of thought things were gonna look yeah. a little different. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. In hindsight, it was silly to think that, but I I thought no, it, I felt the same. I way. thought at 33 I would have a slightly different life. And honestly, yeah. I'm I'm most I feel most grounded and sane now mm -hmm. relative to back then. But back then it was like. Just fear that it, that it wasn't going to pan out. I still have that fear, though. Yeah, do you? Of course. And I, I have that fear, but it's a lot less now. I feel I feel a lot more. So <laughs> Go on. Uh, I feel <laughs> the the arm hit my nose. Yeah. The mic hit my nose. I feel a lot a lot more self actualized and a lot. Uh, I felt a lot more uncertain about what I was what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And and honestly. Uh, at the time when you first start doing something like stand up, I started at 26, 27. Yeah. Uh, you're so bad. You're just afraid. You're like, am I even going to figure out how to do this? Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like I, I, I can see tangible progress and I, I like doing it. So uh -huh. now, now I look forward to actually doing it. Back yeah. then you're just like, maybe someone will like give me a deal and I'll get some money and like, who gives a fuck if I even learn how to do any of this stuff? Right. And I did have some things where I was like trying to sell some scripts and like it went somewhere or I like had a big meeting and, and you get excited about that stuff. In and hindsight, that's not worth being yeah. excited about. Jesus Christ, I know. But but it sounds to me then that your fear was technically because your parents have fear about everything. 
Yes. I mean, are your no, fear no, they're, is, they're afraid of everything. And your fear is the same as my fear, and I don't know where mine comes from, but it's interesting that we're both only children. Like, other people have that fear, but no one's actually said the fear that I've had and that you just said you well, have. that it's not going to work out? That's not going to work out. Yeah. Because, like, I think or a lot of people... it's going to get ugly. Intr- well, that I'm going to be 45 years old, and I'm just like... Oh, my God, I know. Like, uh, still trying to get on the, an open mic sometimes. Yes, 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 yes. That's terrifying. I know. I think about that, too. Other comics don't think that way. Most of them are so optimistic that it, it's crazy. No, 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 that it holds them back. You yeah. have to be a little bit. You have to be realistic a little bit and like uh, treat this like like anything. Um, you have to treat it like a business and kind of like a sport or an art or something like that. In that, if you're not making consistent progress, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't say that. It's so scary. What is progress, <laughs> really? Okay, anyways, back to your parents. And it's, it is, the problem with something like stand-up is that it's so subjective. Yeah. Yeah. But you should, you should feel like you're doing better shows or doing more time or writing new bits that are better than the old bits yeah. that you wrote. And more comfortable, you're having more fun. It, those are all pretty tangible things that are easy to, to, yeah. to get. The hard thing to do is go like, uh, I need to have a hundred thousand followers and yep. be selling this many tickets. That's a lot harder. And I have to have this booker like me and these people like me. That I I think I've pretty much given up on that. You have. It's not worth it. Either they're gonna like you or they aren't. Wow, this guy. The dynamic that between bookers and younger comedians is it, it's like it's what what's the word? What what are the cool kids saying? Toxic. Yeah. It feels like a toxic relationship. It is. It's, it's not healthy. I just froze because I'm like, I have another podcast called Recovering Toxaholics. <laughs> I was like, are you mocking me? Yeah. <laughs> those of you who don't know, is there anything in because of those fears or the bookers and that that mirror like your parents and how? Is there anything that or is it totally separated? You know, um, the thing that I think it mirrors. I was thinking about this the other day. The, the thing that it mirrors most closely to me is like uh, when I was in high school, I played basketball. Yeah. Uh, and I was pretty good, and I was on the varsity team. But I had a weird relationship with my coaches, and I felt like they I touched didn't... you. <laughs> it's Catholic high school. There you yeah. go. All right. Yeah. I I I was um when I went to Catholic high school, and I was the only Jew. And when you go to Catholic high school, and you're only Jew, you're the only one who doesn't get fucked. That's what that's what happened. Uh, oh no, no one had sex with anybody. It was high school. It wasn't middle school, elementary. School. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all like bigger than our teachers yeah, like this. yeah that's true that's true <laughs> if anything i'd be fucking them yeah uh, that's true actually it's pretty cool uh <laughs> yeah, really cool <laughs> uh i i had a weird dynamic where i was like paranoid that they didn't like what i was doing and i really wanted to get more playing time and all this sort of stuff um and i handled it in hindsight very very poorly it was like i i met it with only anxiety like i I just didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And it just, it completely crippled me. Like I, I played so much worse than I should have. Yeah. Underperformed due to. Uh, Trying to impress. Yeah. Yeah. It was, the dynamic was like, I'll do anything you guys want me to do so that I can get playing time. And that you can't do that. You have to, like the best thing you can do, I think, is like um, be so much yourself that you're unstoppable. Like that you're unstoppable. Yeah. Because if you lose being your, or if it doesn't work out perfectly being yourself, uh, and, but you thought you were yourself the whole time, then you're then you've won anyways, yeah. and you're, you're gonna win somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't do that. And I was trying did, to shift and change who I but, was. But did your parents have anything to do with that? I'm trying to. Yes, I yeah. think. Uh, I the, I think the the thing that they would have or the effect that they would have had on that is like, they probably would have dealt with it very similarly. 
Yeah. Just like shift and changed. We'll just think like um, it, it's more about like it, it's uh, what do they call it? Um, extrinsic like whatever's out there I got to meet their expectations yeah. as opposed to in doing it for intrinsic reasons like you should be playing basketball because you love playing basketball it's, it's not like you shouldn't learn the plays or anything you have to yeah. be a teammate but you should also like do what you like doing within the the sport and I was trying to do anything I could to impress them and just fucking up the whole yeah, way yeah, yeah 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 and that was honestly why I was so depressed and weird in high school I was a it was a uh, as far as I know pretty weird dynamic where I was like um, a pretty good athlete and a pretty good student. And I, like my junior year, just like didn't talk to anybody. I wow. like, I like shut down completely. And did your parents notice that? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're they, just like, they didn't say, I don't anything. know what to say to them. Cause you know? they don't know how to communicate. It sounds like your a little parents bit. just have communication. They're well, the irony is they're uh, very verbal, you know, literate people like uh, my dad was a copywriter. My mom was an editor like they're they're with the English language. They're pretty good, but uh, emotionally very bad. OK, like when it comes to something serious, they have no idea what to do. Will you talk about serious things with them now to try and challenge it? No, I mean, these days they're so freaked out about appendicitis and loans and stuff. I talk to them about <laughs> nothing. I bring up so because if anything serious comes up, they they my dad starts screaming at me to get a job. Really? Get like a real job. Wow. Yeah. I was actually complaining to him about my sales job the other day. And he's like, well, you better you better fucking figure it out. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, he, he like loses his, he can't control so himself. So he has a temper. Oh yeah, he's got a big temper. All right, let's go back into your dad uh, Christina then. actually saw it last year. We went, because we go for Thanksgiving. We've gone the past three years, I think. Yeah. Um, he He's cool for like a day or two. And then uh, he'll have a couple extra drinks. And it gets, it gets really weird. No. He gets like really touchy. What do you mean? And like he'll yell at, no, no, not physically touchy. Just like on edge. Oh, okay. And like he'll, edgy <laughs> is a better word. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, not, he's not, he just starts fingering the dog. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll, he's like ready to, to say something crazy. God, yeah, and just pick yeah, a fight. yeah, 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 we're walking on eggshells. He sits down at dinner ready to fight damn he's suppressing some shit was he like that yes. in high school in elementary school was he yeah i have no idea what he was like you no no sorry and you were when life. i was in elementary yeah. school yeah yeah him and my mom would fight uh, but it's mostly him just just going nuts did it affect you when they fought did you get sad yeah i actually have a, a bit that i did about that where i uh when i was really young i asked my dad if they were gonna get a divorce yeah and he was like should we no yeah. and he meant it Oh my God. My, and maybe I'm misremembering that, but I'm pretty sure that he asked me to decide <laughs> if they should get a that divorce. That is crazy. When, when I was young, Damn. like way too young. So, whoa. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know much about your mom right now, but it sounds like your dad my mom's is... An, my mom's a nice lady. She's much more passive than my okay. dad. Okay. Yeah. Your dad sounds like he's... But mom's anxious. Well, yeah. Extremely. Because she's dealing with a guy that goes and like, goes from zero to hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... But then also... He isn't. And he's not physical. Jews are not physical. Okay. They're just Ver a little bit... Verbal. And okay. agitated. Yeah. Yeah. And so when they would fight, did you want them to get a divorce? No, no. Because I've never like... I guess I haven't talked to anybody yet that has grown up with parents that fight. And you know how you hear that. Like people are like, oh, I wish you got a divorce. Um, nah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would have been better, but I don't think so. It probably wouldn't have been. But would you ever be like, when you got older, were you like, stop, stop fighting with mom or he would just fight with you too? Do you try to avoid? No, I, I remember saying that like, 
and then and for my parents they're both like no this is normal you know this is part of it and i think it's gotten worse really because i'm pretty sure my mom is is like getting or, or over the years has gotten a little bit scared like it seems pretty intense and again i don't think it has a lot to do with her even i think he's it's kind of like uh like she's a proxy for his parents and he's thinking about all sorts of weird shit my my dad like doesn't drink that much but he'll drink on an empty stomach sometimes and like he gets pretty loopy and angry and he's it's obviously not about the stuff that he's not angry at the stuff going on around him he's angry at a lot of other things about a lot of other things that have happened over the course of his life yeah 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 which is just being disowned maybe being disowned i'm sure that there was some weird shit that happened with his brother and um yeah but yeah i'm I bet you there's a lot of stuff that happened between him, his parents, and his brother. And but then he he takes it out on you guys. Mostly my mom. And not damn. And me sometimes, but uh, he's he thinks that I should like have a very stable life right now, and he's frustrated by that. But he he takes a lot of stuff out on my mom because she's the only one there. He he wants you to have a stable life, but he didn't really have a stable life technically with his family. We don't know. Or emotionally, and he didn't have a stable life in a lot of ways. He he was a taxi cab driver for Whoa. a while. He actually speaking of Don Draper, he is Don Draper. Really? He uh was a taxi cab driver in Boston. Um, gave a lady a ride, who uh, was the head of a department store. He worked in the mailroom and then became a copywriter and then did that professionally. Damn. And and was disowned by his family. No family. That that's I've never heard of a real life story that's that close. Yeah, 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 yeah. To Don. And he was an account he was wow. a um what do they call it? Creative director and copywriter. So he did what Don Draper did. He would present the the advertising. Yeah, because Don didn't know his Don didn't know his family and yeah. like changed his name in the war and stuff. Yeah. There's some similarities. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Did it affect your relationships besides prostitutes? Uh, <coughs> romantic relationships? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I've never had sex with a prostitute I didn't yell at. Uh, <laughs> no, that's not true. Oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> there it is. There it is. I'm so you could probably pay. If, they, if you pay enough, you can do anything with a prostitute. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But. No, no, no. So regular romantic relationships. Yeah. I. Um. My first couple serious relationships in my 20s, uh, there was a lot of fighting and it was pretty nuts. And it definitely mirrored my parents. Yeah. And then what made you realize that that was happening? And when did you switch it? I mean, it's all hindsight. And, you know, it's not like Christina and I don't fight, but we just have a better dynamic. And when push comes to shove, all that matters is compatibility from my experience. If you're if you're compatible enough with someone, you might fight, you might argue but it's never going to be that serious ever. Yeah. And also if you're with the right person, like, I don't know, I'm asking this, I guess, because like I would take on my mom's tendencies of being a bit dramatic. Like I treated everything like it was the movies and I'd be like, oh, I'm yeah. leaving and I'm this. And then <laughs> yeah. Matt will like call me out and be like, Hey, we don't do that. And I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. So was there, That's good. did Christina do that? Or was there someone that like made you realize you were just doing what your parents, sorry, your parents you know, so you're just mimicking what you saw. Yeah, I was mimicking what I saw, but also I was with people I didn't like. Oh. I like Christina more than I've liked anybody I've ever been with, so we're just not going to fight the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and also, uh, especially if you're a comedian, if if your spouse um, thinks you're funny, it's just so easy. <laughs> it is. No, it's it's good, like in a good way. Yeah. 
because because you're because uh, and it's not like I'm doing bits all the time or anything, but the the dynamic in conversation is good. Yeah. Yeah. She it's not even that she's like, oh, he's so hilarious. No, she gets what I'm getting at. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then your dad doesn't. I bet. Does he get your humor? Yeah, I mean, it's not like I've never made my dad laugh. But now that I'm a comic, yeah, uh, I feel like he kind of doesn't want me to be funny. Like if I'm if I'm really funny, it bothers him because he he thinks this is a bad industry and nobody should be doing it. It's it's almost like uh, if I was like if I was at the, at the dinner table killing, he'd be like, we're getting his hopes up. We can't do this. Oh, it's almost like when a kid wants a lot of attention, too. And you're like, yeah. ignore him. Yeah, it's it's like that, but it's a thirty three year old man who needs to make money doing stand up comedy. How do you fight through that and stay confident? I'm not home a lot. You set a boundary. Yeah, I don't I don't go home that much. I mean, and when we do, it's really nice to have Christina there. She's like a force. She's like a shield. Yes, I know because as only children, when we are exposed to that shit, and we don't have siblings to take the heat off of yes. us, or when we have to play middleman to the parents, it is so. Hard. If I was going home alone right now, it'd be a nightmare. And it would be just you and them two, because you don't even have. We're talking about the car getting split in half. We're talking about the weird loan thing. Oh uh, my my health care. What's going on with your health care? It would just be nonstop. Okay, so. But they... if Christina's there, uh, the conversation is completely different. We have to. There's somebody else at the table who we have to involve, and everybody wants to engage in a yeah, nice yeah, way. Yeah. If if it's just me and them, there's no like. Oh, how's it going? It's like this, this, and this. Let's talk about these three things, and that's it. Do they do they baby you? Uh, they probably did when I was younger. Yeah. Um, but not even no. Now it's like, what are you doing? Oh my god! So if Christina wasn't there, Christina basically is helping you to not lose your confidence. But did you lose your confidence when she wasn't there, or you just wouldn't go home? I didn't go home a lot. The first couple of years I was in LA, I didn't go home. Yeah. Did well, they, they were really upset? proud of me when I was in grad school and stuff. Yeah. And then I just completely fucked uh, off. Well, I, I in their their eyes. expectations, it, it, uh, regarding their expectations, I was just doing the exact opposite of what I should have been doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't give a fuck. I really didn't care. I stayed here for Thanksgiving. I worked. I made extra that's money. That's good. That's yeah. a very. That's why I'm asking. How did you get to that point? Because I find that's a very, very hard thing to do, especially as an only child. I have so much guilt of being like. Yeah, but if I'm not there, then nobody is there. An only child from a small family. So was it just that you got fed up and you just didn't go back? Or what was the... Yeah, like... I, I just knew it was going to be a pain in the ass. I, I didn't want to deal with it. So um, I feel like that must be a man thing, though, a little bit. Maybe. Because you had no guilt. Uh, I'm sure that... I mean, Nikki, there's all sorts of weird guilt in, the in like, suppressed. I'm sure that there was something. I wasn't thinking about it, though. All right. You I, wasn't, I also down. wasn't happy. Right. Like you weren't happy. I wasn't staying here for the holidays going like I'm oh, having I'm the best time yes, ever. Yes, yes, yes. You were avoiding it. I was avoiding it. But that's also called setting a boundary. But it is avoid. It is. I, I you, was, you have to make that choice. But you're avoiding it. I think it was probably the right choice. And now it, it's nice to go home because, again, they have another they have someone to talk to. I'm it just around. So hard. I'm doing shows. They don't even <laughs> it's like I'm not even there. They don't care. Yeah. That's the whole thing. Like I did you like being an only child? I mean, I don't know what it's like to not be an only child. I, yeah. I, I was jealous of my friends who had brothers who were cool and stuff. I, I was a little bit. I, I liked being an only child. I have no complaints except for the fact that we have so much responsibility now. 
that's but then when you get a partner well, yeah yeah i've thought about that it's like when my parents like can't function physically it's gonna be a shit show but you'll have your partner to help you yes but if we didn't like no that would be really bad yeah be awful have you gone to therapy yeah is there stuff with your family that you are when you're when you have your addictions do you think that it is because of them or are you gonna say it's oh it's just because of my high school and trying to impress the basketball team no i mean i think a lot of it is like uh the depression or sorry the um the seeing the prostitutes is like a totally different thing but but being being depressed and wanting to be a good basketball player, that's all just like trying to meet expectations of. Uh, I think when your when your worldview is that small, like when you're in co- when you're in high school and like you've only met a couple thousand people, yeah, you're like, if I'm not impressing the people around me, I'm nothing. Damn, yeah, you know that feeling, yeah. like, and then you go to college and you realize, like, oh, there's so many more thousands of millions of people who. Why did I give a shit about all those high school? people and then you get out of college and you're like there's even more people i'm just a blip it doesn't matter and then you start stand up and you go back to high school again no and then and then you're like well and then you then you get out of uh college and you're like uh i'm such a small speck i can fuck prostitutes i can take out loans i can do anything i want no Uh, who's who's even paying attention to me i'm like an ant i'm nothing right and then in hindsight it's like yeah, but I have to pay now. I have now all these no these uh, now I owe people money. Like I yeah, I made a lot of bad choices, but I, I wanted to make all the right choices so I could impress all the right people. And then I got to a point where I was like, why was I trying to impress anybody? And then it went down the other end of the spectrum where I was like going to some pretty ugly places, like you know driving to Best Westerns to to have sex with people and like. Yeah. Um, hooking up with people I didn't like and, and being a weird, weird guy romantically. And yeah. Ugly, ugly stuff, drinking a lot. So how did you step out of it? It happened pretty slowly. It did. Yeah. <laughs> it happened pretty <laughs> slowly. So it's like, and initially it's like, well, I shouldn't be doing this. And then you're just like, I can't stop. And then it's like a compulsion. I mean, if, if you've ever had a impulse control, you're like, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. And it's almost, the high is almost like, Okay, I'm doing it. Yeah. That's the peak of the high, yeah. deciding that you're actually going to do it. Yeah. And that's that's what a um that's what sex addiction was for me at least. It was yeah. like no, this is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. Oh shit, here we go. Like yeah. this is got to have the as much like like I, I want this to be uh despite the fact that I shouldn't be doing this, I want this to be as fun as humanly possible. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it, yeah. half of the time it isn't and yeah. it's weird anyways. It's it's it is always the lead up, not that I've it's had lead up. sex with prostitutes, but it's like Oh, you haven't? Uh No, not yet. <laughs> but Matt is away for a couple months, so maybe I'll Yeah, get it's, a bef- shot. it's before you do it. Yeah, because I would like to know what it's like to be attractive to people like you were because you have sex with prostitutes, you know, I want people to be like, "Oh my god." Nikki so Nikki doesn't give a shit. Nikki doesn't give a shit. I we, really that was mostly what it came from. It's like I just don't give a shit. I, you know what I realized and I could be wrong in uh saying this, but I realized that when you were talking about it, it clicked me. I'm like, "Oh, it's because what I think, not that I'm a therapist, but I always like pretend I am." Yeah, sure. But I feel like it's because your parents give so much of a shit in terms of like the loan, the this, the that, and you grew up They cared up about with my them. life a lot. They yeah. did. And then finally when you got to have your life in college by yourself and you got a bit of freedom and then you get out of that and then you're like fuck it yeah, i was, can do all these things there was some of that yeah because they like yeah they um and when i was like a young kid my parents lived just outside of san francisco and i i went to school in the city and i had a lot of friends in the city i was kind of like wandering around on my own 
as like a as like a twelve year old kid. I was like on the bus by myself. I had some freedom. Yeah. But they had high expectations, and I met them. I kept meeting right. them. Right. And then when I didn't, it got. I was just like, well, now that I'm not meeting the expectations, I'm gonna do anything I want. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. shit. Cool. Oh, that's such an interesting turn. You were just like, I fucked Fuck up. It. Yeah. No, now that I fucked up, I'm gonna ruin my life. That's crazy. It was almost intentional. But that's a buildup. I'm like, what built up that made you want to just... It was these crazy expectations. I was like, I'm going to be a professor at fill in the blank. Stanford. Yeah. That's It's inevitable. And then when I'm like, oh, it's not going to happen. I'll just see 300 prostitutes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, yeah. it's over. As far as I was yeah. concerned, it was over. Yeah. 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 And I wasn't like suicidal or anything, but I was like, I don't know what to do now. So I'm just going to do whatever sort of whatever uh you know hedonistic you know crazy impulse i have i'm just gonna do it wow i'm not following any rules i'm just i'm just doing whatever i want to do i'm stealing you were stealing oh yeah what were you stealing food a lot huh go to grocery stores and walk out go what? to a dining hall and walk out steal from a store occasionally What's i think the i most stole expensive? headphones oh i was gonna ask what that's most, probably up there like airpods yeah so recent. Not recent AirPods, stuff. but like uh, the other ones Both. when they used to be more expensive. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, that used to be fun. I used to like enjoy stealing, enjoy and, and prostitution and stealing. It's all it's all very similar. It's like it's just it's not legal. You're not yeah. supposed to be doing it. And there is like a point of uh, you're just getting off on doing the wrong thing. It's so crazy because like normally, you know, people would be like, oh, it's because I had a bad upbringing or I was poor and I was this. But yours no. is like your expectations. You were suffocated by expectations that then you just that's, didn't. Yeah, that's one. Yeah. I have seen some different therapists yeah. over the years. It's been a while, but I have seen some therapists and um, you are not a therapist. I'm not. And you're doing way better. I think. Thank you so much. I really. That's, they did. That's nice to hear because I like. I You've actually like myself. isolated an issue. <laughs> yeah. These people just listen to me talk. Oh, I love. And told me nothing. I love figuring they it just, out. The key to being a therapist is like learning how to furrow your brow. Yeah. Yeah. And then take and a note. And also and to be more of a psychopath than your clients. Yeah, they're all crazy. Yeah. But they they go and they're writing. Bananas. I got to get bananas. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a shit. I feel like they just don't care half of the time. I, or they think you're a lost cause and you just talk in circles. That's what, that's what I did. Honestly, I think that I was always... I also had a therapist who I definitely think wanted to have sex with me. But really? also was, I was like in the middle of a sex addiction. So maybe that was just kind of where I was, was at psychologically. And you were probably like, I've, I like therap um, prostitutes. And she probably thought the same thing I did. And was like, that's hot. She, it's, it's certainly possible. Yeah. Okay, well, do you have a new podcast? I do. Which is why Ben said, can I come and do your podcast? It's just self-promotion. It's really a scummy, it's a scummy business that we're in. I know, it's true. Everybody What's asks it? for favors and then pretends I, like I they're don't. friends and stuff. Yeah. And we're cool. We're I, cool. I like yeah, you. Yeah, I like you a lot. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people would pretend to be as friendly as we are yeah. just to promote something. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's yes. what I fucking hate about this town. And then they treat you like shit. Yes. So, okay. So what is your podcast? Uh, it's a solo podcast. And what's it about? You know, telling stories, talking about current events. And it's been very fun. I just had, you know, Ryan Goldshear. He was yeah, my yeah, first yeah. guest. Okay. Because he put out a special I had, I had him okay. on. Uh, so I'll have guests on too. But there's there's no... It's not about anything. I'm not, I'm not trying to like work the algorithm. I'm just uh, podcasting. You're just podcasting. Yeah, which sounds pretty lame, but it's been very fun. And, and 
I'll give you Please this. Please check it out. I'll give you this. You are really good at riffing on stage. That's all that it is. Your your observational thoughts, I would say humor, but observational humor is when you actually take it and you write it down. I'm not saying sure. you don't write jokes, but well, when you you don't write a you, riff. Yeah. yeah, you don't write a riff. So no. so when you riff on like this situation, it's really funny. So That's pretty much what I'm doing. Okay. Riffing on different situations, having guests on, asking them if they voted for Trump. Like it's it's good. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of like circa 2016. It's yeah. It's <laughs> almost like it's almost like 2009. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to like get rid of all the new stuff. Okay. Okay. Because okay. everybody's trying to niche their podcast, which they should. That's a great way to market your podcast. Yeah. And I'm putting no effort into that. Oh, that makes everybody really want to listen. Yeah. That's great. I, I, What's it called? Well, it's like, uh, say I niched it and it was like, I'm doing a podcast for people who make chicken soup. And you're like, I don't make chicken soup. Good for you. Uh, <laughs> congratulations. You don't have to worry about chicken soup here. It, it doesn't matter what you're into. You might find something you like in my podcast. Okay. What's it called? It's called Ben the Menace. Ben the Menace. Yes. Like Dennis the Menace? It's like Dennis the Menace. Ben the Menace. Ben the Menace. Do you, okay. Do you wear a wig? A wig? Yeah. Like a little blonde wig. Like Dennis, that would be funny. I think you should. That would be a good way to niche my podcast. And we got to, well, what's your conclusion? Where do we get? I We got to, I, this is what I think. Your rebellious side is crazy. Your parents, I, I don't know enough about your mom. It's pretty lame yet. to have such an adult rebellion. It's, it, well. To be like. It, but it's your freedom. F- you full got, blown. I need freedom. I'm 31. Yeah. That's a for sure. Weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's very weird, but it also <laughs> just means you might've been a little bit of a puss when you lived at home. Yeah. And also I think that when you get older, you get less afraid of your parents and your dad, you're probably just fed up. He's, he's becoming more agitated. Maybe it sounds like, and then you're like, I'm over it. You set a boundary and then you set the boundary, but you thought but that by like rebelling and like doing all these crazy things was setting the boundary. But yeah. really you were just, I think you were secretly angry or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Because you were in an angry household. Not that he was crazy angry, but he has some serious demons and we don't know what they are. And that's going to totally like take over the scene. And I think we have to figure out how to find out why he got disowned. I think. Yeah, I would love to figure it out. I think that we create an email, a secret email. We hit up the brother Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and try and get to the bottom of it. It's not a bad idea. I mean, I could also just (laughs) like call the brother. I would love that. I've never met him, but I could. I think we should. I don't even know how he would respond to that. He might go, fuck you. I have no idea. I'd be crazy to say, fuck you. I think, honestly, the best plan would be for me to call uh, my cousin, his son. Oh, my God. And see what he knows. Oh, that's a good idea. Because he's not as involved. Like, he's not going to have as many emotions attached to it. And he might know. And But do you think your dad will get mad at you if you do that? Oh, yeah. But But my dad's going to get mad at me no matter what I do at this point. Yeah, exactly. And it's his fault for not telling you and saying, oh, it's boring. Yeah. It's like you got. He says everybody in his family sues each other. Interesting. I think you should call your cousin. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. When do you think you can do it by? I'd like to have you back and find out what happened. Um. <laughs> yeah, give me a couple months. A couple Maybe, months. Well, should I call him over the holidays? No, I guess not. You know what? You could be like, you know what? It's the holidays. And how about January? January's fine. You want to aim for January? I want to. And aim I want to have January. you on my podcast. Okay. Good. And you can promote stuff. Okay. Oh my God. Thank for you. my weird audience. Yeah. I I do have some weird people. You who, do? They write in questions and stuff. What do they say? Um. Well, it's more the the weird part is not what they say. It's who they are. Oh. They're I, weird people. I feel like you would. I I get a lot of um a lot of confused young men, confused nineteen twenties, and then 
There's one dude. I, I'll show you some of his messages. He's a nice guy, but he he pretty much he sends me like 30 texts at once. No. About how he put his dad on a CPAP machine and he's like really proud of me. Really? And, and he, but then he says like, fuck this, fuck that. You're a pussy in LA. You got to come to the East Coast. Really? He's, he's like, uh, it's like completely hot and cold all over the place. He's got a job at FedEx, I think. Um, Sounds like he's bipolar and you should like, yeah. the fact that he's still engaging so much is. He's a fan. No, you checks are out my get, stuff. you're getting validation because he's hot and cold like your dad. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, thank you for this. And he's like, fuck you. Hey, hey. Like you're on the couch, <laughs> all right? You're getting some weird well, fucking validation. All, actually, uh, DMing him almost feels like um, it's better than the relationship I have with my dad. See, that is what I'm saying. Because he has positive things to say. <laughs> no, that's what the validation <laughs> guy, part is. This guy will go, go you, you fucking pussy in LA. What are, you guys, what are you doing, podcasts with Bobby Lee, you fucking cuck? Like crazy stuff like that. And then he'll go, I'm really proud of you. That literally is what you want no, your dad what, to say. That's what I want my dad to say. I know. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. want your dad to my say My dad it. just says the cuck thing and I that's know, it. I know. And yeah. that's why you're getting validation from that guy because that's how it works because he's like your dad, but then he's giving you what your dad isn't. That's the whole thing. Do you not know about this? I guess you're right. I know. Oh my God. I got to get paid for this shit. <laughs> yeah, you should. That's what you, you like him because you're like, oh, and then I'm proud of you. Um. Yeah. I, I think that's actually pretty... <laughs> pretty accurate <laughs> you were like so what do you think what's your assessment and i'm like trying to come up with it i was like that's it oh you're still fucked up oh yeah okay do you want to plug <laughs> anything else at the moment i mean if you want to check out honest therapy that's on youtube currently that's yeah. the show we were talking about yeah, honest I, therapy is on youtube uh check out my instagram ben herwitz comedian I, it's the same same name for youtube shorts instagram tiktok and you know and, and i post my shows on my instagram that's all you need Okay, that's all you need. Honest Therapy and then Ben Hurwitz, H-E-R-W-I-T-Z on every platform. Good. I'm the only one who spells it like that. How do people spell it? Oh, and you. Oh. Horwitz, Hurwitz. But you got wits. E. Hurwitz, H-E-R. Nobody spells it H-E-R. Hurwitz. So if you do H-E-R, I'm the only one who comes up. Interesting. Yeah. Her tits. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> really good we're just talking about riffing very good (laughs) that was very good (laughs) okay well thank you for coming on thanks for having me it was fun